you know, I don't know, depends who you like put me up against (laughs) when you're looking at me. But sometimes people think that I look thick, but then sometimes people are like, oh, she looks like a string bean. So (laughs) I don't know. It just depends. But um, I, you, I learned from this though. You really can't tell like what somebody has going on just by looking at them because people are strong and they come in very different forms. You are listening to the No Gimmicks Just Sweat podcast with your host, Eric Logan. No Gimmicks Just Sweat is dedicated to hearing the journeys and unique stories behind an athlete's training and what drives them. Get inspired to own your life and make the impossible possible. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, please take a few seconds to rate the show and drop me a review. Now, let's get started with the show. Hello and welcome to this episode of No Gimmicks Just Sweat. And today we welcome Nicole Pizza to the show. And yes, her last name is Pizza, (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing the same, just as awesome. All right, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. I was excited when you asked me. Like, I felt like, I don't know, a superstar athlete or something. So You are, you are. We're all superstar (laughs) athletes. No, you're right. We are in our own ways. Exactly. Exactly. So with every show, we generally start off with an icebreaker question just to kind of get you um, to kind of get you ready to go you know, to answer questions as the show goes along, um, to get the listeners a little bit more familiar with you, as well as for me to learn, you know, things that I, that I didn't know, even though, you know, you may have followed a person for a while, you might not know everything about them. And I always learn something new from them. Okay. All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First one, morning training or evening training? Oh, geez. It depends on the day. I try to do morning, but it doesn't always happen. Yeah, that's the way life works. <laughs> yeah, like this morning I went at 5 a.m., but yesterday I went at 6 p.m. See? Life life happens. Yeah, it's just being able to adapt. Yes, that's key. All right, coffee or tea? That depends too. I feel like all my answers are going to be like, it depends. So (laughs) coffee, I would rather have coffee with caffeine. And if I drink caffeine past like 1 p.m., I'm not going to sleep. So coffee until noon. And then after that, decaffeinated tea. Okay. So what about cardio training or strength training? I guess it depends what season it is and what goal it is. I always do both, but just depends on what I'm trying to achieve. I think I would say, though, that I enjoy strength training more. Yeah, if you just said cardio, I was going to be like, okay, that was a surprise. (laughs) Yeah, if it's like exploring cardio when I'm outside, then maybe, but usually strength training. Okay. All right. What's your favorite piece of gym equipment? Ooh, that's a hard question. 
Um, I would say the log. You know, the strongman log. Oh, okay. okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite outdoor activity? Oh, that's another hard one. Um, probably stand up paddle boarding. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> what would you in Florida? So yes, you can expect that. Something that's on the water. Yes. All right. What's your favorite exercise or form of cross training? Mm, I would say for cross training, probably mountain biking and stand up paddle boarding and surfing. Okay. Okay. What's your least favorite exercise? Mm, you know, this is going to be funny and maybe surprising that people don't know me, but I really dislike squats even though I know that they're necessary and a fundamental movement, but I just hate them. Well, you're not the only one. Other people, I've heard of people like, oh, I hate squats. Ah. Yeah, yeah, so you're, 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 you're not alone. Okay, good. I need to meet these people. <laughs> <laughs> Come to some of my classes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's the first thing you do after your workout? Well, it depends where the workout is. So if I'm like running on the beach, then I'll go in the water and I'll swim. But if I'm like at the gym, then I'll probably make a nun or sorry, noon. I always say it different. Um, (laughs) And I'll drink that or drink a, a protein shake. I try to eat or drink something after. It doesn't always happen that way, though. Right. All right. What's your favorite song to work out to? That thing just gets you pumped and going. Oh, well, this song gets me going in life, too. And it's by Juicy J. It's called Get Higher. Ah, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. What is a dream race or event that you want to participate in? Hmm. I feel like everybody says the Boston Marathon. Um, I'm going to say that that's on my list because I always joke and say I'm not going to qualify until I'm like 85. But that'd be cool if I could qualify for it beforehand. And then there's this other race, though, that looks like a lot of fun. I forgot what it's called, but... It's almost like you're running in the clouds. Like that's how high of an elevation you are. And I've seen videos of it and it looks like it would be a lot of fun. Running in the clouds. So you know you're going to have me Googling this afterwards, right? (laughs) Yeah, you need to look. It looks really awesome. But, you know, being in Florida, I'm usually below sea level. So I have to practice (laughs) elevation (laughs) training. All right. Here's the last question. If you okay. can if you can train with any celebrity, dead or alive, or it could be an athlete, um, who would it be and why? Hmm. That's a good question. Um I would say maybe Robin Williams. I feel like really? you know, Yeah, that'd be fun. I don't know. I'd ask him a lot of questions. It wouldn't be intense, I don't think. It would just be funny and chill. 
Okay. That that that's a very different answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole. So let's get into who you are and how you got to be the person you are, at, at the athlete that you are. And you know, I always say think of it as your origin story. You know, you're part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. You're the latest superhero in, in this <laughs> your movie. You know, what is going to get me to be, well, now with the way tickets cost $50 for a ticket and, <laughs> and $75 for a, a tub of popcorn to come see your origin story? Okay. Well, I feel like there's a lot of different main elements that go into what's gotten me to where I am as an athlete, but that also ties into where I am as a person too. Like, I don't feel like they're separate from each other. So, I mean, initially um, I moved a lot when I was growing up. Like I was always the new kid and it wasn't like, Oh, we're going to move in the summer and start fresh the next school year. It was, Oh, it's um, October. Let's move. So (laughs) that's kind of what always happened. And um, the only consistent thing I really had was my schoolwork. I always made sure I did well in school and then also sports. So it's like, no matter who the people were, whether they're new or old or whatever, the rules for sports, specifically soccer, they didn't change. So being an athlete, I guess, was one of the main things that was constant in my life. Okay. So you you refer to yourself as a mermaid. Why is that? Because, well, it's the way I see mermaids. I think of mermaids as creatures that respect the ocean and nature, which is me. Um, I'm part of an organization called Keep NSB Clean. NSB is my town, New Smyrna Beach. And we're all about like making sure that there's no trash or garbage everywhere. Um, But also mermaids are just very like ocean and sea water oriented which I am so even though I'm not necessarily like a competitive swimmer or anything most of my favorite activities are done in the water example stand-up paddle boarding and surfing just body surfing too like I don't care I could just be floating there so that's kind of like why I say I'm a mermaid just because I'd rather be in the ocean all the time and because I respect it too. Okay. And and I went in and asked that question because, you know, from what I know of you, you know, you are a power lifter and a yes. runner. Mm-hmm. And when you say, when you hear mermaid, you don't see, you know, power lifter, runner in that image. Yeah, no, you're right. It's true. I think it's because I run on the beach, too. I mean, most of the time when I'm running, it's on the beach. And I just, I feel energized. Like, 
I don't know if you know anything about Pokemon, but they all have like a different type of energy. So yes. yeah. So I feel like my energy comes from the water. Okay. Okay. And, and, and you know, so people close to me know, yes, I am an anime fan. So that that's generally what I do in my spare time. I watch anime on the weekends. I'm excited now. <laughs> I didn't know that. See, I'm learning about you too. Yes, I, I have coworkers. We had, we had a long conversation about a new show that's out. You know, yesterday afternoon, you know, I was heading out, you know, leave to go home from work, and we started talking about, yeah, did you watch it? Did you see episode? Yeah. So, yes, I am an anime fan. <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me about that later. Yes, we we can talk online about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so what got you into powerlifting? Because let's start with powerlifting first, because I think, if I'm correct, you started with powerlifting and then transitioned into running? Yes, okay. that's right. So, well, like I said, I always played sports. My main sport was always soccer, and um, I was supposed to play in college, but I tore my ACL and my meniscus, one of my last games my senior year. And I was like really stubborn and didn't want to have surgery. So I waited two years. So anyway, after that, I was in college and I don't know, I didn't have that competitive edge and I never really weight lifted, which is weird. You know, no matter what high school I went to, I maybe had like one weightlifting class. Even when I played on various teams, we never focused on strength training. And then um, later when I got older, I don't know, I was probably like 24 or 5. I was like, oh, I'm going to try and lift weights. I don't know anything or what I was doing. And um, I really loved it. And then one of my friends invited me to this different gym. It was pretty much a powerlifting gym. And he asked me if I wanted a deadlift, which I never did before. So I was like, sure, I'll try it. So he was showing me what to do. And I was getting so aggravated because I was like, what? You want me to remember all of those cues? I can't do this. But eventually, you know, I got it. And that ended up being my strongest lift and I kind of got addicted to because you know when you're new at lifting like you improve quickly so I got (laughs) addicted to that like oh look I can deadlift 200 something pounds and I don't know I just liked it so then I learned that powerlifting was a sport and what you had to do to compete so I got excited about being able to do competition and something again because and I feel like as an adult at least for me it's been harder to be on like competitive teams so kind of like try to find other people that wanted to do it and made up a powerlifting team and we competed so that's how that started and I enjoyed it so after that I was like, hmm, you know, I did so well. I got first in my weight class that meet, my first meet. And then I also broke the Florida record in that um, 
forgot what it's called, but in that specific like organizations um, deadlifts, I broke the record for my weight class in Florida. And then I thought, you know, if I actually got a coach, I wonder how I would do. I'd probably do a lot better. So then I got a coach, but I was like doing too much, you know, like, I don't know if I was trying too hard or what. And I injured myself. So I'm still not like 100% sure what the injury was, but I went to the chiropractor and a doctor and they said it was my iliopsoas. So it's kind of like what connects very deep inside from in between your legs and it wraps around your hip to your back, your lower back. And um, it hurt for every lift, all three lifts, bench, squat, deadlift. When I got up to a certain weight, it was like piercing pain. So I just stopped. And then the running thing kind of happened in a weird way. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let me kind of go back to the powerlifting. So how did that work? You know, you know, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know how powerlifting competition work. Do you just kind of keep putting weight on until you get to a point like, okay, this is where she maxed out at, or is there a certain you know thing that they do or certain classes? You know, so how yeah. does that work? Yeah. So there are different. Usually there are different weight classes, and then you have like open and masters and thing like things like that too um junior division so there's different divisions different weight classes and then there are three main lifts so it's in this order it's squat bench and then deadlift and you have three attempts for each lift they're not like right in a row it's kind of like you have a a line of people you have a certain order you go in so you'll each do your lift once and then everybody does it again. So you have some time in between to rest. Um, And then the way that I do it, it's not how everybody does it, but I will choose for my first lift a number that I know I can definitely do. Because let's say you do a lift the first time and you don't complete it successfully. You can't change that number. Like you have to complete that lift. You know, like you can't go down in your weight. So, okay. So you need to pick something, you know, you can do. At least that's what I do. And then the next time around, I'll probably do my max that I have done in the gym or something very close to it. And then my third time, I will choose something that I haven't done. Like, so this would be a PR so that's how I do it, not necessarily how everybody else does it. Okay. So, and then, you know, also, what's, what has it been like being a woman competing as a power lifter? You know, because generally, you see, if you, you know, and I can remember, and I'm really going to show my age now, back <laughs> in the day, you know, you know, wide world sports and Saturday mornings, you know, you would see powerlifting, but you generally saw those big beefy men. Yeah. Well, 
I feel like it's evolved and it's grown a lot lately, especially in the past few years. All different body types doing it. A lot more women are in the sport. Girls, too. Like, younger girls are starting off doing it. Um, And I used to think, you know, it's all, like, super jacked people, like, super big, big muscles. And, um, you know, if you see who's competing now, it's really all across the board, all different body types. And, you know, I don't know, depends who you, like, put me up against (laughs) when you're looking at me. But sometimes people think that I look thick. But then sometimes people are like, oh, she looks like a string bean. So I don't know. It, it just depends. But um, I, you, I learned from this, though. You really can't tell, like, what somebody has going on just by looking at them. Because people are strong and they come in very different forms. Right. That, that is definitely true. All right. So start with the uh, powerlifting. How did you get into running? Okay. So this is the good story. Um, <laughs> well, after that injury, I was kind of depressed because, I don't know, I had to change everything and then my goals changed. And um, there was this girl that worked with me who always talked about running, like Every weekend, she'd come to work and be like, oh, I did this race, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, bro, no one cares. Can you <laughs> shut up? Like, God. But um, then this one time, she was talking about, oh, I'm going to do this race next weekend. And da-da-da-da-da. I was like, oh, here we go again. But then she said there were donuts. So I was like, what do you mean there are donuts and she said while you're running the water stations have donuts so I was like oh heck yeah I'm gonna go to this so I asked her about it and she told me and um it was a 5k and the only 5k I'd ever done before that was I walked one in my town like when I was 20 and that's when I still had my knee problem so like I just walked it with my mom so I was like all right I'll do this and then um I carried well I had on my back this little tiny backpack because my goal for that race was just to not walk I was like I don't care how slow I'm going I'm just not gonna walk so I wanted to put all the donuts in my backpack while I was running because <laughs> I also didn't want to get heartburn either so I was like I'm gonna do this and then afterwards I'm gonna eat all my donuts and then um that's what I did and I listened to this same song on repeat the whole time too because I used to every time I ran it was always with music so then I was done it was over and then they gave me a whole 12 pack of donuts they were Krispy Kreme donuts <laughs> so I was really excited I had the donuts in my backpack and then I had a whole 12 pack of them and then I was leaving and that girl I worked with was like oh where are you going uh, I have my donuts I'm done and then she said well you placed in your age group and I was like what so (laughs) I don't think that was like saying much about my athletic ability but 
it was just like the crowd that showed up, I guess. But I was excited. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was like 33 minutes or something. So I got my award, which was a plaque. It was a nice award. And I thought, well, you know, again, same thing as before. I thought if I actually like tried or practice or something, I wonder how good I would be. So that's kind of that that is what started it. It was a donut run on Cinco de Mayo a few years ago. I I am still laughing here. <laughs> um, that is that hands down is the best, most original story that I've ever heard for a person starting to run. Hey, it was the donuts. It was. That's my whole life. <laughs> Everything starts just by some random weird opportunity. Donuts. Okay. I I, I can now say I've heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously it's been it's evolved to be more than donuts for your running. Am I correct? Yes. So what happened after the donuts? What about that second race? I'm trying to think what the second race even was. Um, I don't remember, but I know like the next year I wanted to do the same donut race, which I did. <laughs> and I was running, you know, more consistently. And I got first in my age group the next time. And I definitely took off a lot of time. But I don't know. I don't know if it was that specific race that like motivated me. Um, and then after that, it was just wanting to be better, more consistent, do longer uh, races. The distances, like longer distances is more difficult for me, but uh, I make myself do them. I don't know. I think it's good for me in a weird way. Okay. But what if they offered donuts? Oh, for sure. Well, and then I did an ultra, which this is weird too. So I've only done a virtual marathon. I haven't done a, a real live one yet, but I've done a live ultra, which that's a whole nother story for another time. <laughs> but that was exciting in a different way. Cause it's a whole different beast. Like, Yes. It's not just, you know, oh, here's some water, some Gatorade. It's like, oh, these are aid stations and we have pickles and avocados and sandwiches and, you know, way more array of snacks. Um, <laughs> so I guess those were my donuts <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> I am cracking up here. This is funny. <laughs> So when I see you in person, I just need to bring donuts, right? Yes. Okay. Snacks. Okay. Krispy Kreme, preferably, right? Yeah, or Donnie's Donuts or some special donuts, if you know of some. Donnie's Donuts here in my town. Okay. All right. So let's let's kind of let's kind of go back. Let's let's, let's calm down. <laughs> Let me collect myself. So, what does a week of training look like for you? You know, you know, what's your general training schedule? Well, right now, 
is different. Um, I was training for a power lifting meet again, but then I started to get that pain that I told you about earlier. Right, right. right. So that was upsetting to say the least, but I decided that I'm going to try to just build my base strength now. It's super hot here. Like I'm fine with it. I don't mind the heat, but I'm just taking a break from super heavy lifting and like super intense running right now, at least until August. So my training is an upper lower split for strength training. Um, I'll do upper on Monday and Thursday and then lower on Tuesday and Friday. Um, Wednesday I do, I run and I do core and then one day on the weekend I'll run too. So it's a lot lighter on running and I'm just focusing on like basic strength. Okay. Now, do you have a trainer or a coach or you self-coach? Right now it's just me. Well, it sounds like you're happy to be just you. I am, yes. I like having coaches, and then I like taking breaks from coaches, too. Because I'm also, like, a personal trainer and a coach myself. Um, But I I know the value in having somebody else. And, you know, because I do not know everything. And I learn a lot from other people. Right, right. All right, so... You know, given that, you know, we all had to deal with, even though we don't like to talk about it, you know, 2020 and the pandemic, did that affect, any, you know, your training or anything else? Yeah, a lot. Because um, okay. I was working in a gym as a personal trainer. That was one of my main jobs. And then the gyms closed. So that changed everything um, because I couldn't go to the gym. I knew some people that were going to other gyms, like on the side, if you know what I mean. Right. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's not worth it. So that's kind of like another reason at that time I started running more because everything was closed. Um, I could not interact with anybody in person for a while just because, You know, they had all those rules. And even at my, like, other job, we were not there in person. And then the beach was open. You know what I mean? Like, that was the one place that I could go. And it was like you forgot what was happening in the world just because it's so big. And, you know, on the weekends and when it's not summertime, sorry, on weekdays and when it's not summertime, there's barely anybody there. So, you know, no one's was wearing a mask or anything like that. And we could just run. So I'd meet my main running partner and we would run and it was just like a normal day. So I think, you know, running helped me with that too. And I did a lot of virtual races, which kept it interesting and competitive in a different way. Okay. So 
how do you find balance, you know, and and how do you remain calm? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, well, in general, I'm a very calm person. I don't know if that comes across on here, but <laughs> I'm just calm natured and I could be having a crisis inside, but you wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> so when it comes to training though, and like life balance, I just really take account to what's going on with me. Like I don't ignore the signs I've learned myself over time and like, I understand when I've had too much. So like if I'm overdoing it with everything in life, training, work, social stuff, then I usually start to get like physically sick or tired. So that's my sign that I need to change something. Um, But for the most part, I just, try to balance like for example strength training and running even when I was in full powerlifting mode I still ran and some people thought that that was like an oxymoron I should put all my energy into my powerlifting training but to me like that kept my brain and my spirit balanced so I think that's what keeps me balanced is just not doubting myself because I know myself better than anyone and being confident in that and doing what I think I need to do at the time. Hopefully that made sense. No, yes, definitely. Definitely. So, you know, like I said, you always seem calm and happy from what I see on social media, always smiling. Yeah. I think my smile is just like imprinted on my face. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, because you're always smiling. Usually. I get angry, though, and I have my opinions on things. But um, I only let them come out when it's necessary. Yeah, that, that, that's the best way to be. Yeah. All right. So what are some things that keep you going daily? Is there something or someone that inspires you? Yeah. Um, well, I would say my motivation just to live better in general. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean like making money, a lot of money or having all types of different things. It's more of like how I spend my time and with who. So I'm very close with my parents. They're a lot older. I'm the youngest. Like my uh, half siblings are 20 plus years older than me. So my parents had me later in life. And Mm -hmm. we help each other out. But I'm also like very close with them. So I try to spend a lot of time with them. And my friends that I mean, most of them are like, athletic people too but I think that's what motivates me it's more of like time um you know money comes and goes but time is the one thing you can't get back so I try to do whatever I do so that I enjoy it or I'm helping somebody else enjoy their life like somebody that I care about 
I don't like to waste my time, whether it's a job, a person, an activity, it doesn't matter. I'm not getting that minute back. So I don't like to waste it. So I think that's like what motivates me mainly are my people and time. I totally agree with you on time. You know, as I tell people, you can always make money, but you can't make time. Right. Uh, unless you, unless your name is Doctor Who and you have the Tartars, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you you can't, you know, make you can't make time. So it's very, 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 very precious. Yes. All right. So this is a two part question here. Um, what is your proudest moment as an athlete? It can be a runner or powerlifting, and then what is your worst moment or your biggest mistake? Well, I'll start with a mistake because I know that one. The mistake <laughs> is definitely trying too hard and not trusting the process. So, you know, things take time. They don't happen overnight. You can't push it. Like, yeah, you push yourself and you make yourself uncomfortable so you grow. But, you know, that's how I injured myself and it's not something that just goes away um so I guess like I don't know just that because it would have probably prevented my injury and then my proudest moment I don't know I think there are a couple um well I'll start with my first one ever. And well, there are a couple. (laughs) So when I, the first sports team I ever played on was a T-ball team when I was like five, I guess. And I was the only girl on that team. And I'm proud of that because that kind of set the tone for a lot of other things in my life. Um, And then when I was in high school, I was a senior. I went to that school only my senior year, and I was the captain of soccer, but I also got the leadership award, and that I was proud of because, like, even though I was new, um, I was able to, like, be a strong leader and bring people together. And then for most recently... I would say just that I have gotten my fastest 5K time and half marathon time. I never even thought I'd be able to do a half marathon, like halfway decent. So I'm proud of doing those. Okay. So if you could take a time machine, you know, bringing up time, um, (laughs) What would you go back and tell your younger self? Oh, I would have told myself to learn how to strength train a long time ago. Like, as soon as I was allowed, you know, like, physically should learn how. Okay, okay. All right, so what is a non-athletic fact about you that most people don't know? Oh, most people? I don't know if most people know this. I love Pokemon. And old school video games. Um, okay, give me an example of old school video game. Like 
Super Nintendo, Super Mario World. Okay. Okay. And Sega Genesis, Sonic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, so what's next for you? You got anything? I know, I know you're injured, but is there anything that you're uh, preparing for or something you see coming down the road, even if it's next year? Well, in December, I know it's a long time away, but I'm doing – this is the only race I'm signed up for right now, but I'm going to have to find another one sooner. Um, it's the Mount Dora Half Marathon. Okay. And that – is really fun because it's around Christmas time so it's very festive and I'm trying my goal is to break two hours for half so we'll see about that I think it will happen though yes if if you think it will happen it will happen yes and that is a thing too you have to believe it i've tested that like as an experiment it works yeah if you believe it it will happen yes what, what, what was the movie and the say you know if you build it they will come yeah mm-hmm. okay. if you think it and you believe it it will happen amen <laughs> all right all right so before we go are there any, any last words you want to share with the listeners well i wanted to thank everybody for taking the time to listen And um, also, thank you, too. And if anybody wants to run Mount Dora with me, let me know, because I have a discount code. And but also I have a team. So there's only like two people on the team right now. So I'd love to have more people on it. Well, see, that segues into this question here. Um, If people want to get in contact with you, how can they do so? You can find me on Facebook, Nicole F. My middle initial, like Frank, but it isn't Frank. Um, <laughs> pizza. <laughs> or on Instagram, you can find me. I have a new Instagram now because I had like all these bots and sugar daddies and, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So I was trying to like clean it up and it just took too long. So I decided to start over. Um, But it's a derivative of Pokemon. So it's C, like the ocean, S-C-A dot Starmie. Starmie's a Pokemon. S-T-A-R-M-I-E dot run, R-U-N. So C, Starmie run. Okay. Well, Nicole, it has been awesome talking to you. Um, Donuts, that was now sticking to my head. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you. It, It was awesome talking to you, and have a wonderful day. You too, and we'll talk about anime later. Yes, we will, definitely. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the No Gimmicks Just Sweat podcast. We really appreciate everyone who tunes in each week. If you enjoyed today's show, please support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to tell your friends about the No Gimmicks Just Sweat podcast so we can continue to have awesome conversations with everyday athletes just like you. Until next time, have an amazing week.